0: I won't try to talk you out of whatever you're planning to persuade Adam to rejoin the family. He's your son, you love him, and that's all there is to it.
1: I'm glad you see it that way.
0: However, I would like you to consider a few things. I'm listening. Right now, everything is peaceful, for the most part. Nicholas and Victoria are in a good place again. The company is running well, it is thriving. Now, you put Adam into that mix, and that lovely equilibrium will go right out the window.
1: Well, not necessarily.
0: Especially if he doesn't come back for the reason that Nicholas did. Nicholas felt it was the right thing to do. He wanted to be in a position to support his family, not because you were pulling strings behind the scenes.
1: My darling, I appreciate your thoughts. Yes, but
0: you're going to ignore them anyway.
1: No, 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 I didn't say that. It's always important to me to... Hear what you have to say, okay? You know that.
0: Well, I'm not going to tell you how to handle this. I just want to reiterate that I don't see this scenario ending the way you do. What if Adam likes his life the way it is? What about when he finds out that you are manipulating his downfall, he may never have anything to do with you again?
1: My baby, I hear what you're saying, but I want to assure you that... I know my son, and I have the situation well in end.
2: I'm compiling information before the Jabot board meets in February. Would you have some time this afternoon to pull some things together for me? Excellent. Please bring me the most recent status reports for all the accounts Adam Newman has been overseeing. Yes, all of them.
3: So, uh, now that it's just the two of us again, is there anything that you want to tell me? You're just not
4: gonna let it go, are you?
3: I just felt like there was something that maybe you wanted to share before Tucker interrupted us.
4: You mean before you invited him over here to toy with them and mess with his mind?
3: Uh, Well, I have to admit, it was uh, fun turning the tables on him and watching him squirm for a change
4: highly doubt Tucker's used to being the entertainment for his competitors.
3: Mm-hmm, I'm sure that he's not. You're trying very hard to change the subject, which makes me more determined to find out what's wrong with you. And don't say nothing, because I know better. So whatever it is, spill. I won't say a word to anyone, I promise.
4: I already told you. Dad?
3: I know, you said it was business, and I'm not buying that. So what's the real story?
4: All right, I'm sick and tired of the way he keeps tearing down Sally and pressuring me to end our relationship. Uh, You know, it's, uh, he just dismisses it and I'm tired of it. And I just wanna know when it's gonna end.
5: Is that a serious
3: question? Come on, Dad is always going to feel the need to control our lives. Not that I condone it, of course. Look, to be honest with you, I don't really see a future for you and Sally. You are... You're just too good for her, Nicholas. Vic. You're so far out of her league, it isn't even funding.
4: I don't need this from you either, okay?
3: Why do I get the feeling that there's something else you're not telling me?
6: My head is still in the clouds after last night. I mean, I can't believe Fen flew in to watch me accept my award.
7: Mm, you know what you mean. And finally meeting Trey. Wasn't he the sweetest? They make a great couple.
6: So touching watching them in love, and even more amazing that our son is happy and healthy and excited for the
7: future. Yeah, their happiness is infectious. It is.
6: There's Phyllis. Hey, Phyllis. Hi. Oh, hi.
8: Hi. I didn't know I'd run into you two. Well, now
6: that you did, please join yes. us.
8: I don't want to impose.
7: Oh, come on. Don't be ridiculous. <laughs> we're friends four. <laughs> six. Right? Yep. Thank you.
6: You were on my list to call later.
7: So, how are you today?
6: Terrible. Terrible. Um... Can't catch a break with my kids oh are things still strained with summer well i mean
8: of course because she fired me so but now uh there's tension between me and daniel no i thought everything was okay what's my crime all i'm trying to do is help my kids all i was trying to do with daniel is support his project and support something that
7: was important to him Why am I sure there's more to this?
9: So come on, tell me. How do you know Tucker McCall is interested in Daniel's gaming platform?
5: Because he's the person I went to see earlier. What? Tucker's the one who texted wanting to meet with me.
9: Personal business you said you had to handle? Yes. And when you got back, you were in a great mood. You know, someone else in my place might wonder if you're working Tucker, or me, or both of us.
8: OK, well, what I'm about to tell you, I can't leave this table. Well, of course. Um, it seems that, uh... Chancellor Winters may not be the home for my son's new project.
6: You mean the gaming platform?
8: Yeah. It seems that Chancellor Winters is in corporate limbo. Oh. I'm sorry to hear that.
6: Yeah, Daniel must be so frustrated. Yeah, so I decided to be proactive
8: and, um, shop the project around to see if I can get financial backing from another company. And uh, you know, just in case things with Chancellor Winters imploded. Wait, what?
6: Without consulting Daniel?
8: Why would you meddle with that? Well, I wasn't meddling. I, it was just an exploratory conversation.
6: And the you p- don't think
8: that's overstepping just a wee bit? Well, no, because Daniel gave me the authority. I'm his right hand man.
7: Well, on the technical and staffing side, so he could keep his eye on the big picture. Okay. Like deciding which company to choose to ally himself with? Well, I
8: just wanted to be proactive. I knew how important this project is to my son, but it has him doubting me again. So, I mean, I don't know what to do. I can't win. I mean, do I try too hard? I don't get it.
7: Uh, Phyllis, I think there's a common denominator with these problems with the children. Diane? your intractable hostility towards her. It cost you your job at Marchetti. And from what you've already told us, it's creating friction between you and Daniel.
8: Um, okay, Diane has nothing to do with this issue right now with me and Daniel. And I-, I don't want to get lectured about Diane, please. Too bad.
1: Just to calm your mind, I've taken into consideration How Adam's return would affect both Victoria and Nicholas. That's why I want to find something for Adam that he can run independent of them. That way, we all win.
0: I hate to see you make an enemy of Jack again, not to mention Tucker. And then you'll be let down when Adam rejects you again.
1: You make that sound as if it is inevitable.
0: I believe that it is. No, it isn't.
1: I don't think so. Adam will come to census. It'll all work out as I have planned.
0: Well, I hope it does for your sake.
1: Now, there's another issue we need to discuss involving the break-in into our home in Chicago.
0: Yeah, what about it?
1: Jack and Diane Jenkins were behind that, weren't they? They stole your jewelry in order to set up that stock fellow. When were you gonna tell me?
0: I was so upset when I realized what they had done. I was this close to telling Chance that Jack was the real culprit.
1: Then why they did not you?
0: Oh, it doesn't seem to be anything to be done now. I mean, Jack and Diane were very careful not to implicate themselves. I'll get my necklace back soon, and frankly, I'm relieved that Jeremy Stark is off the streets.
1: Your be belongs back in prison.
0: I wish Phyllis had never reached out to him. She's the reason why he was here in town putting us all in danger. But given the circumstances, I'm willing to look the other way.
1: Gotta tell you, I'm furious with Jack Abbott breaking into our home there. He took a huge risk.
0: Yeah, for Diane. Makes me sick. Baby, put that woman out of your mind.
1: She's
4: Jack's problem. They deserve each other. Look, I could use some backup here, all right? You may not see a future for me and Sally, but that's up to me, all right? I'm gonna decide where it goes from here and what it looks like.
3: Okay, I hear your frustration.
4: I'm just tired of feeling like I have to defend Sally or why it's even an issue. She's done nothing to deserve the constant attacks or dad's never-ending insistence that I end things with her. Vic, I'm asking you, if you have any negative thoughts about it, just keep them to yourself and accept that Sally's a part of my life, all right? Oh, it's Sally, she and Chloe went to meet with Jill to pitch her a business idea. I had to take this. Hey, I was hoping you'd call. How'd the big presentation go? Jill did what?
3: Yeah,
10: you know, that's the thing, <laughs> right? Elena! <laughs> hi. hi, okay, you have to come see this. What's up? It's from Delphine, the woman whose child we're going to adopt. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're both healthy and doing fantastic, but she just came from her latest checkup with her OB. And ta da! <laughs> it's her latest ultrasound. Isn't it amazing? Oh, that is so sweet of her to send this. Oh, you two must be so excited. I'm so happy for you. Oh. Thank you. Are you okay? Yeah, why do you ask? <laughs> because you don't seem okay? I'm fine. Come on, Elena, it's us. If something is bothering you, we want to know about it. You're celebrating today. I don't want to dampen the mood. You wouldn't be. Please, talk to us. It, if you don't, we're just gonna worry, so. Okay. Uh. It's about Nate new job. Specifically, this new woman he hired as a COO. I don't trust her.
5: I assure you, I work for you and you alone. Because you have the drive and instincts of a winner. I want to share in the success Newman Media is going to become under your leadership. Which is why I responded to Tucker's request to go meet with him. I was curious to see what his next move will be so I can keep you informed. And? Well, Tucker's original goal, okay, his big master plan was to gain control of Debo and put Ashley at the helm and then do the same thing with Chancellor Winters, putting Devon in charge. So he can work side by side with the two people he claims to love the most in the world. Ambitious. Yeah, a little too ambitious. His plan went down in flames. But I know Tucker's mind. He's the kind of man who needs a target. And now he's doubly motivated after this big failure.
9: I assume Tucker wants to use you to feed him information about Newman the way he did Chancellor Winters, to find some vulnerability?
5: I I thought that at first, too. but. I mean, he seemed more curious about our interest in Daniel Romilotti's Omega Sphere project. Because of course, he's interested too.
9: Well, props to Daniel for creating what's suddenly the hottest new business venture in town.
5: Yeah.
9: The good news is, I've got a secret weapon. Which is? You. You've worked closely with Tucker long enough to have gotten adept at predicting which direction he'll take.
5: Allowing us to stay a step ahead of the competition.
9: I like the sound of that.
5: And I like seeing you like this, hungry, loving the game.
9: You know, I never got a chance to experience this at Chancellor Winters, because Devon held me back. But. Now that I'm the boss, I see why people like Victor and Victoria find the, the power intoxicating.
5: It looks good on you.
4: Unreal.
3: What, what happened?
4: Sally and Chloe flew to Los Angeles at Jill's request to pitch her their new idea of their interior design business. They've been working for weeks, seriously, day and night so they could dazzle Jill. And then out of nowhere, she just cancels. Hmm. Did she
3: offer any explanation?
4: Uh, She just said that she was having second thoughts. She wasn't sure their concept would be a good fit with Chancellor Winners. When Sally asked her what changed because she was so enthusiastic the day before, Jill wouldn't elaborate.
3: Maybe she thought that it didn't make sense right now given all the turmoil that the company's going through.
4: Then why didn't she just say that? I
3: don't know. There could have been any number of reasons for the change that Jill didn't feel the need to share.
4: No. Something's not right about Jill so abruptly pulling the plug. And I intend to get to the bottom of it.
11: I see a
2: pattern here. Kyle? Hey! How was uh, your lunch with the new head of county?
11: It went well. I think she's gonna be a really good fit. What were you looking at?
2: Uh, just some corporate reports I requested. Bunch of boring numbers.
11: Really? You looked pretty engrossed. Yeah, that's
2: why I'm the suit and you're the creative genius.
12: Ah, sorry to interrupt, guys. Summer, if you've got a minute, um, to talk, something I could really use your help with.
2: It's fine. Go ahead. I'm just gonna drop these off in my dad's office.
6: have we talked about how your hatred for Diane is going to eat you up alive. It's so not worth the trouble. And worse yet, it's affecting the relationships with both of your kids.
8: No. The situation with Daniel has nothing to do with Diane. It's about me being clear-eyed about the situation. Listen, I don't want all of my son's hard work
6: being destroyed by some vague promises from Lily. I thought you said they had a signed contract. I mean, that's not exactly vague.
7: Look, the last time you clashed with him, Daniel told you that he was worried he'd made a mistake hiring you because of your animosity towards Diane. Remember? It was it was it was consuming you so much it was interfering with your ability to do your work.
8: No, that conversation was based on me just being distracted, but I was still doing my work. In your opinion? It seems like Daniel has disagreed with that. OK, well, there's very little I could do anyway because the project hasn't been greenlit, right? So I just shopped it around to see if I could get some interest, and I did.
6: Yeah, but it doesn't matter if Daniel doesn't want to work with that company.
8: Well, Lauren, it's not like I closed the deal. It's up to him if he wants to work with them or not. And that's what I told him, but he didn't listen to me.
9: Well.
7: These things tend to be cumulative. You know, any previous conflict could have intensified your son's reaction to you today.
8: Guys, he's upset at me because of his own conflicts. Trust me.
7: Thanks for taking this walk with me.
12: After my blowout with Mom, I just really needed to get some air. Who's with her lately, huh? God knows she's never been easy to deal with. I mean, this seems like next level. Hey. You're right. You seemed a little off at the office. Do you and Kyle have a disagreement?
11: Um. Not exactly, it's. It's nothing Kyle said or did. It's this. Feeling that I got like. Like he's hiding something from me. I just. Really hope I'm wrong.
1: Okay. Kyle, hello. Please close the door. So, what have you got for me?
2: I've been going over all the accounts Adam's been handling at Jabot, all the duties my dad's assigned to him, every decision he's made since he took the job. Then I spoke with the various department heads at Jabot who report to him. And? I found something interesting. Something I think you can use to get Adam out of the company. Let's hear it.
10: You're talking about Audra Charles? Yeah, how'd you know? Well, word gets around fast. And the Newman Media COO is a very high profile position. Also, I think you're right to be wary of her. Why? Have you had any bad experiences with her? No, not personally, but she and Noah were a couple when they lived in London, and the relationship and its aftermath, it messed him up pretty badly. Oh, I had no idea. Although, I mean, I think we've all been through some messy breakups, myself included. (laughs) So I'm not really sure that that's particularly damning Well, you are very logical and understanding and willing to give people the benefit of the doubt, which on one hand makes it very, very hard to gossip with you. But on the other hand, it means that if you're getting a bad vibe from somebody, it's probably something to it. Well, when you say that you don't trust her, is it because you think that she has designs on me? I think she's exerting an influence on Nate. No, not romantically. I can't imagine him cheating on me with her. Yeah, I would certainly hope not. After everything he had to do to get you back? No, he should feel that he's lucky to be with you and even have another chance at all. Yeah. No, I think the thing that's bothering me is that she seems to be stoking Nate's ambitions, which I think she started when they were first working at Chancellor Winters. How do you mean? Well, I mean, Nate's always been driven that's what made him such a brilliant surgeon but ever since he joined the corporate world that drive for success has suddenly warped into this lust for power and he's done some things he's not proud of so he made the decision to get back to who he is at his core and to focus on behaving ethically as much as being a success and your fear is that his new coo is going to bring him back
3: to the dark side Hi. you wanted to talk?
9: Yes. I've been pursuing something. It's in the early stages, but I thought I should fill you in. Shoot. Daniel Romilotti has designed a video game that Chancellor Winters has been developing.
3: Ah, well, I'm afraid that's an industry that I'm not particularly well-versed in.
9: Suffice it to say, Chancellor Winters intended to use his concept to launch an entire gaming platform called Omega sphere.
3: Ooh. though well, that sounds impressive. But, uh, you used past tense. Chancellor Winter's intended to use
9: it. I've heard rumblings of more internal problems over there. Really? Nothing too specific at this point. Just some hints of instability. But I see potential for great opportunity.
3: Look, I appreciate your instinct. But are you sure that you want to provoke your family trying to steal this project away from them? You've already been through so much with them.
9: It's business, not personal. If I may quote from the master.
3: Point taken. You know I had to ask.
9: Look, I'm not talking about an end run here. Nothing to get their lawyers riled up. I just happened to get a glimpse at how serious their problems are after Phyllis asked me for a meeting. Phyllis? She's Daniel's technical director. Ah. She wanted to gauge our interest should they lose their corporate backing. We had an intriguing discussion. Lily found out about it afterwards and wasn't too happy.
3: I can imagine.
9: She got all territorial on me, made it clear that she and Daniel had a deal in writing. But if that falls through, I want to be the first one to grab this and run with it. It would be a great fit at Newman Media. It has potential for massive growth. Now, if you want me to fill you in on the details. Oh,
3: no, there's there's no need for that, actually. Just put something in a memo. I trust your instincts. And if the opportunity arises to acquire... Um,
9: Omega Sphere.
3: Right. You have my full support.
9: Good. Just so you know, there is one wrinkle. Listen, I'm going to tell you something. Please, keep it to yourself.
8: Things haven't been going that well for Daniel. Uh, His art career stalled in Georgia. The commissions weren't coming in. You know, therefore, money wasn't coming in. Uh, Business just fell apart. It just wasn't happening anymore.
6: That must have been so rough on him. Yeah, yeah.
8: I didn't even know about it but he said um, he took out his frustrations on on Heather and he felt like he wasn't holding up his end of the marriage, right? And things got more tense. I guess they were arguing a lot. And so Heather decided to take Lucy and
7: leave. And um, go to Portugal. I am surprised that Heather would go to such an extreme. Well, Uh.
8: according to Daniel, he pushed Heather away. That's according to Daniel. His son is really raw right now. You know, he's raw and he's not doing well. And this project is a way for him to pull himself out, right? So it means so much to him. Therefore it means a lot to me. But he's just finally pulling himself out of the mud. And you know, he feels like this way he can he can make it right by heather and Oh. I can solve this. I know how to solve this problem. Oh my gosh, Heather is the key.
6: I don't like where this is going.
7: Neither do I.
8: No, 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 just just hear me out, hear me out. So if I go to Heather and I convince her that she should give Daniel another chance, I really do believe I can help him out of this situation. I don't believe, how come I didn't think of this before?
7: Are you
6: even listening to yourself? The whole reason. That Daniel lost it on you is because you didn't honor his boundaries. I mean, in fact, you went crashing straight through them. You disrespected him, you decided that you knew best, and you overfunctioned.
7: <laughs> Good on you. Fancy word for meddling.
6: Yeah, you took everything into your own hands. You pitched his business to another company without informing him. You cut him out of the whole process. He had literally no say on his own project of course he's gonna be royally pissed off at you and lash out. Honestly, I would too.
7: And now you're talking about doing it in his personal life.
8: I don't consider me going to Heather and telling her how great Daniel is doing right now and how he's changed his life around would be considered meddling.
6: You know, you have a beautiful heart. And I completely understand why you'd want to do this.
7: I don't, because it's just going to backfire spectacularly. So I think that
6: you should call Heather once. And if she does not pick up, and she doesn't respond to your voicemail, please, please walk away from
11: this. Basically, my grandpa wants to drag Kyle into this scheme to mess with Adam's life.
12: Hmm, for his own good, of course.
11: Exactly. That's how he sees it, only it's really not funny. But my grandpa has convinced himself that he can screw up what Adam has going at Jabot. have some epic opportunity lined up for him at Newman, and then Adam will just come running back into the family's open arms.
12: Uh, Yeah, I would say it's unbelievable, but look at our mom living in her own alternative reality.
11: They never (laughs) learn. Grandpa doesn't realize that this isn't gonna work out. Just like every other time he's tried to manipulate Adam, but he's just gonna do what he wants to do. And Kyle, Kyle hates that Adam is working at Jabo.
1: And what did Kyle say?
11: He was considering it at first. And then I laid out all the ways that it could go wrong and he claimed that he wanted no part of it.
2: Without sharing too much company information, here are my notes on Adam's performance. Based on what I've seen of his output so far and the feedback from Jabot's management team, the effort he's putting forth is mediocre at best. He started strong and then quickly slid, and now he's treading water more than anything. Nothing egregious, but hardly the caliber of work I would expect from a guy at his level.
1: Well, Kyle. Thank you for the information. Now let's see how we can take advantage of that.
11: Kyle told me that he wasn't gonna take part in my grandpa's scheme, and I I know he hates the idea of getting swept up into Newman family drama. I mean, he's got enough of that already with his mother and ours.
12: Mm. Yeah, Mom has been a... A little out of control lately. And she went behind my back, she, was, she started making decisions about my project without telling me. And then she says, oh, you know, it's to protect my interests. Finally lost it with her. It took you so long.
1: <laughs> I don't know.
12: I had to tell her, you know, I, I was like, we are not partners. You are my employee. You work for me. I, then I. Uh, I might have mentioned that I was wondering if it had ever been a good idea to hire her in the first place.
11: I mean. I don't blame you. It's not fair for her to put you in that position. She did the same thing to you. I know, and I hate that I had to let her go. I mean, she was doing great work at Marchetti, but she just would not let up. And Kyle and I couldn't take it anymore. Her feud with Diana, it was just too big of a distraction.
12: <laughs> Tell me about it.
11: I know that firing her was the right move, but gotta be honest, I am a little worried. How rattled she's been since Diane came back to town.
12: Well, I'm just hoping this most recent confrontation makes her take a good, long, hard look at her recent behavior and, you know, maybe she'll rein it in. I didn't say I was holding my breath.
8: Guys, um, I appreciate the feedback. You know I do. I'm under no illusion that a simple phone call can take away all the pain that Daniel and his family have been through, OK? And fix everything. I
6: got it. All right, good. I'm glad you realized that.
7: OK, OK. What aren't you telling us? Because I know that, look, there's more to this.
6: Is Michael right?
7: I think I know. You're not just making a phone call.
8: No. This is a conversation that needs to be in person. I am going to Portugal, and I'm going to
10: talk to Heather and Lucy face to face. Not that you're asking for my advice. No, please, I would love to hear your take on this. I think that you should be discussing this with Nate, openly and honestly, you know, like good partners do. Which is how we got out of the rough patch that we just went through, when things were so contentious with Devon and Lily. It took a lot of energy, but Nate and I are finally on the right track, and I trusted that the changes he talked about making would be real and lasting. But now you're having some doubts because of this woman who's a bad influence. Pretty much. So now I am reluctant to share my fears with Nate again. Well, you shouldn't be. Not if the issues are still there. What worries me about Audra is I can tell that she thinks business is all about winning. And that was the mindset that Nate had when he was working with Chancellor Winters. When he got this new job, I was really hoping that it would be a fresh start. He didn't have to deal with the conflict of working with his family anymore. But I'm starting to see His drive for power, I don't think it ever really went away. And given the chance,
3: I think it's only going to get worse. A wrinkle, huh? Well, I guess they make life interesting.
9: Turns out there's someone else in the mix. Tucker. He's snooping around a megasphere, too. Not that I can't outmaneuver him.
3: Well, I appreciate your confidence. In
9: fact, I've already devised a strategy.
3: Well, that's what I like to hear. But you don't need to worry about Tucker McCall. I'm gonna take care of him myself, very soon.
4: Dad, I know you don't like Sally. And I know you like that I'm with her even less. But does that give you a right to intervene?
1: Explain yourself, son.
4: Sally had a huge opportunity with Chancellor Winners to pitch her new idea. But when she and Chloe got to LA, Jill wouldn't even take the meeting. Stuff happens, you know? Did you speak with Jill and convince her to rip this away from Sally, yes or no?